I was going to use this because I ain't going to talk long. Okay, how about that? I mean, I thought everybody was just like, wow, thank you, Lord. He's not going to talk long. I appreciate that, Jim. Can I always depend on Jim to help me? Hey, here's a great announcement. For those of you who are interested, you know, the Morningstar has a, a School of the Spirit in Cornelius now. This Friday night, Bob Jones is going to be there, which will be a real treat to come see Bob Jones in a small setting. He's very a guy who has lots of uh, experiences in the spiritual realm. And uh, so I, this is what I, I've been around him. i got to be around him a lot lately outside of meetings. And when you get around that man, stuff happens spiritually. I'm telling you it does. That guy, I don't you know why or what. He's just got a gifting where he can see into the spirit realm and has these angels that visit him. And a lot of people think he's sort of a kook, and he is sort of a kook actually. I was think, I was at his house one day, and I was thinking, I can just imagine what his family thinks, you know, who are really not into that kind of spirituality. Like, man, this guy, he's crazy. But but uh, that man loves the Lord. He knows the Bible. I mean, he studies the Bible. That's what he does. He spends all day studying the Bible every day. I mean, he just, you know, I asked him about this dream that Becky had. And, oh, yeah, that's Psalm 48. <laughs> How'd you know that? I never knew Psalm 48 said that. I mean, I would. So, you know, if you'd like to come, you know, like I say, it's a small venue. Uh, maybe he'd pray for you or give you a word. I don't know. But I don't know what he'll do, actually. So, <laughs> no guarantees. That's right. But if you want to find the directions, you can look on Morningstar's website, which is eaglestar.org, and look under churches. And that you know, click on churches, and it says locations. It says Cornelius, and there's clear directions to Cornelius. Seven thirty. That's when it starts. Amen. Thank you, Lord. The Lord's good, isn't He? Yeah. I'm telling you, the Lord's good. I like it when the Lord starts talking to me about spiritual season change, getting out of wind. I don't know about you, but it gets me all excited and makes me want to shout. And I'm not a shouter, but when the Lord starts doing something in my life, I get I get excited about it. So, uh, but did, I did want to read just a couple verses to you. I'm not going to do my whole message this morning. I was going to preach to you, not preach to you. I don't consider what I do preaching, talking. I was going to talk to you about, uh, you know, I've been doing the signs, the eight signs in the Gospel of John. So I want to just sort of tell you, give you my introduction to that message, because I like the introduction a bunch. Uh, it's actually a couple of verses I'm going to repeat, but I want to do this to stir you up. To stir your hearts up for belief, for seeing something. The first one is John 3, 2. I read that last week, but I want to read it to you again in the New King James. It says, and this, is, this man is Nicodemus. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one, does, no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Okay? And he's talking about the signs, you know, like one of the signs that preceded this, this conversation was the miraculous turning of water into wine. Okay? And so those things got people's attention. And then it goes on, John 3.3, 3, uh, that I gave you, huh? <laughs> no? Well, it actually does go on in John 3.3. 3. It just doesn't happen to be up there. But I do have it wrote down here out of the Message Bible. And I gave the message on this John 3, 3, because it is excellent. Listen to what Jesus said in the, in the Message Bible. This is his response to John 3, 2. 
Jesus said, you're absolutely right. Take it from me. Unless a person is born from above, it is not possible to see what I'm pointing to, to God's kingdom. Okay? So really, if you think about all those miracles in the Gospel of John, those eight miracles, and they're called signs, they're, they're there to point us to the kingdom of God. Okay? That's why John put them in there. He put them in there to point us to something that we can't see without help. And they're meant to release something. Okay? They're meant to release something. They're meant to release revelation. And I believe, you know, and, and this is, you know, the Lord spoke these scriptures to me back in June. And I thought, man, it would just be great to go through the Gospel of John because suddenly I began to see the Gospel of John the way it really is. And if, if most of you know, I gave a message on it a long while back. Maybe a lot of people were not there that day, but it was, you know, the four Gospels, the four faces. You know, Matthew is what? Anybody who can remember. The line. And the line represents the king. Okay? Mark is represented by the ox. Ox is a servant. Okay, that's what Mark was trying to communicate, the servanthood of Christ. Luke is the man. Luke was trying to communicate the humanity of Christ. Okay, and then the Gospel of John was the eagle. Now, I didn't make this stuff up. Somebody else, this is, this is uh, you know, actually very scriptural from Ezekiel. The, the, uh, the Gospel of John is the eagle, which is the heavenly bird, the revelatory uh, thing, you know, the, the thing that's up in the heavens is the eagle who soars. And that's really what the Lord is, is. I believe we're in a time where God wants to release revelation. He wants to open the heavens to us, bring us in, up into the spiritual realm. Okay? And that was really my feeble effort of trying to help us get there is by going through these, these miracles, these signs, going through each one and talking about them and just trying to see what... And I believe when you do that, though, see, my efforts may be feeble, feeble, but God does something. I'm not worried about my effort, really. I mean, it's what God does. God begins to release stuff. Okay? He begins... And I, I want to say to you this morning, I believe this. I firmly believe this. I believe we're in a, a spiritual season where God is releasing and opening the heavenly realm to us. I really believe that. And He really wants to draw us into that. Because that's the way it was meant to work. That's what the whole Gospel of John, believe it or not, is all about. It's to draw people into that aspect. We could study the, the Gospel of Mark to try to draw people into being servants. Because that's who Christ is, He's a servant. Or we could, we could you know, do Matthew to try to draw people into bowing to Christ the King, to His Lordship. Or we could do the Gospel of Luke and to try to get people to say, you need to be fully human. As a, you need to recognize your humanity, that you're a person, a human being. And be that and know that you have a King that's also a human, that can't, that's touched by what you're touched by. I mean, that's what they're meant for. But, so we're, see, we're in this Gospel of John season. We're in this eagle season where God wants to reveal Himself, where God wants to open the heavens to us. Because most of us Christians, we're eagles, but we're acting like a bunch of chickens. We're scratching around in the dirt, eating worms, forgetting that God created us to be something that soars above and looks down on the earth and can see for miles and see what's happening down the road. It's a prophetic anointing that God wants to release to people. He wants to tell you this morning, you're not a chicken. Why are you acting like a chicken? You've heard that story. 
I'm sure you've heard the story of the eagle that was in the chicken house. And somebody had to let him know, hey, man, what are you doing, eagle? You act like a dog with stupid chicken. You know, the only good chicken is is fried. So, you know, the Lord wants to do that for us. And um, I just want to encourage you today that we are eagles. We're eagles. We need to start acting like eagles. Eagles don't live in chicken, chicken houses, chicken coops. We need to get up to the heavenly realm. You know, God has created us to walk on this earth, but at the same time be in heaven. Because the Bible says this, we are seated together with Christ in the heavenly places. Does not the Bible say that? Then why are we so earthly bound? The Bible also, that's Ephesians, the Bible also says this, keep seeking those things which are above, not things on the earth, where Christ is seated. Okay? Set your affections on things above, not on things on earth. When Christ, who is our life, is revealed, then we shall also appear with Him in glory. That's, that's what the Bible says. And the Lord really is... is there's a call coming out now, and I, I believe it's for everybody. I don't think it's for special people. I think that's a, just a lie from the devil. If you don't think you can do this, He's saying you can do this. You were created to do this. The devil's got you believing you're a chicken plucking around, clucking around, acting like a chicken. Some of you are acting like roosters and going to get shot. <laughs> Twist your head off. Just keep that mess up. You know, somebody's going to get your hide and fry you. You know, that's what, nobody fries, you don't hear about it. Let's go to the Kentucky Eagle, Kentucky Fried Eagle store. They don't fry eagles. You know what I'm saying? But they fry chickens. You see what I'm saying? We've got to quit being chickens. We've got to become what we really are as eagles. And I felt when the Lord this morning gave me those scriptures about song, out of Song of Solomon, it's the truth. I'm telling you it's the truth. He's saying, I want to get you out of this wintertime. I want to get you into a new place. I want to get you into a place where you're not striving and struggling, having, you know, carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders. I'm going to get you in a place. I'm going to carry it for you. I'm going to teach you this. I'm going to show you this new place where there's blessings and there's, there's the anointing, there's the grace, there's the authority, there's the things that you need in your life. Amen? So I want to stir you up this morning. You know, stir up the gift in you. Call out to God. Ask Him, Lord, I need that. I need that. Are y'all with me on that? So that was the great message, man. <laughs> so amen, Lord. So let's just ask the Lord one more time. Just make it real to us, Father, in the name of Jesus. Help each one of us to see what you're pointing to. Help us. You said that we need to be born from above. In other words, Lord, you were saying to us Christians in this room this morning, you need to get up back up there in the air. You need to get off the ground. Get back up there in the air where I created you to soar at. Get up there. Get up there, and you'll start seeing what I'm pointing to. Thank you, Lord. Lord, do that. It's a process, ladies and gentlemen. It's a process that God will walk you through. But God is going to move in the earth. He has begun to move in the earth. There's a worldwide revival going on right now. It's in many parts of the world. It hasn't reached America yet, but it's going to reach America. It's going to reach our. It's going to reach Mooresville. It's going to reach you know 148 Pampas Lane, wherever your address. It's going to reach there. You know, and God's saying, "Listen, now's the season. Now's the time. Don't be caught up in all this other stuff. 
Step in, you know, start reaching in for, for heaven. Start reaching for that world. Amen? So I think we're going to do communion this morning. We're going to do something I forgot. Okay, anyways, we're going to do communion. I forgot what we're supposed to do, but we're supposed to do something special for communion. Did y'all know we were going to do communion? Oh, yes. Felt like the Lord would have me read a couple of scriptures this morning. First one comes uh, from John chapter 6. This is what Christ said about the body and the blood. Jesus replied, I am the bread of life. No one who comes to me will ever be hungry again. Those who believe in me will never thirst. But you haven't believed in me even though you have seen me. However, those the Father has given me will come to me, and I will never reject them. For I have come down from heaven to do the will of God who sent me, not to do what I want. And this is the will of God, that I should not lose even one of all those he has given me, but that I should raise them to eternal life at the last day. For it is my Father's will that all who see his Son and believe in him should have eternal life, that I should raise them at the last day. Then the people began to murmur in disagreement because he said, I am the bread from heaven. They said, This is Jesus, the son of Joseph. We know his father and mother. How can he say, I came down from heaven? But Jesus replied, Don't complain about what I said, for people can't come to me unless the Father who sent me draws them to me. And at the last day I will raise them from the dead. As it is written in the Scriptures, they will all be taught by God. Everyone who hears and learns from the Father comes to me. Not that anyone has ever seen the Father, only I, who was sent from God, have seen him. I assure you, anyone who believes in me already has eternal life. Yes, I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate manna in the wilderness, but they all died. However, the bread from heaven gives eternal life to anyone who eats it. I am the living bread that came down out of heaven. Anyone who eats this bread will live forever. This bread is my flesh offered so the world may live. Then the people began arguing with each other about what he meant. How can this man give us his flesh to eat? They asked. So Jesus said again, I assure you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you cannot have eternal life within you. But those who eat my flesh and drink my blood have eternal life, and I will raise them at the last day. For my flesh is the true food, and my blood is the true drink. All who eat my flesh and drink my blood remain in me, and I in them. I live by the power of the living Father who sent me. In the same way, those who partake of me will live because of me. I am the true bread from heaven. Anyone who eats this bread will live forever and not die as your ancestors did even though they ate the manna. He said these things while he was teaching in the synagogue in Capernaum. And then I want to move over to 1 Corinthians chapter 11. This is what Paul said about communion. 
For this is what the Lord himself said, and I pass it on to you just as I received it. On the night when he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took a loaf of bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup of wine after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant between God and you, sealed by the shedding of my blood. Do this in remembrance of me, in remembrance of me as often as you drink it. For every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are announcing the Lord's death until he comes again. So this is what it represents today. When we take this bread and we drink this cup, we are announcing the Lord's death until he comes again. This is the bread of life. This is the bread of life that came down from heaven. It wasn't the manna that they were given in the wilderness. Jesus is the bread of life. And so, if you believe that, then come and partake of Christ's body and Christ's blood. And, and we identify with His suffering by coming forth and taking of the bread and drinking the wine. In Jesus' name. Father, we just ask You, Lord, that this day as we come forward to the throne of grace to receive from you, Father, this bread of life that was your very Son who spilled his blood on the ground that we could live eternally. We ask you, Lord, that you would bless this moment as we proclaim the death of Jesus until he comes again. In Jesus' name. Eagles food. Amen. So as you come and then then you'll just receive this, be blessed and be dismissed.